welcome to session with God at Engaging the Truth Team, where inspiring stories bring you to the very presence of God. Listen, read, and share. your name for the gifts of this day worship your name your name be highly exalted lord in jesus name as we want to start this show we hoping we show in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit in jesus name we pray amen my name is Denise ayobami and i am your host for today this is swg swg um is an acronym for session with God. It started in September 2021 with the initial name A Brief Session with God. It was an initiative to bring God's presence continually into man's consciousness. As a man of God once said, consciousness is the first law to power. The founding minister of SWG Ayomikun Olua Genga figured that we can be conscious of God's presence in our everyday lives much more than we know it. So she spoke with her mentor, Caleb Oladejo, who is also the team lead and founder of Engaging the Truth Team. After he had cancelled and prayed with her, he gave his approval to launch the vision as a program under Engaging the Truth Team. In January 2023, the name of the program tweaked a bit to a session with God and finally in May 2022 the name session with God stuck. Over the past 24 months, SWG had has had 33 sessions in 25 stories including four story series. By the grace of God, amazing testimonies has followed SWG through the years and we trust God to do more wonderful things through the program. And now, the SWG show is a time to recount God's faithfulness to us on the SWG program. Have a chit chat with the SWG minister, view her lovely stories, answer the questions bordering our readers' mind, and simply just talk about SWG. So pay attention to the show as it goes on. We are indeed in for a session with God. Yeah, so... As that's a brief history of what SWG is all about and how it started and everything. Today we have with us the minister, the writer of those beautiful stories, in person of Ayomiku Benga. Ayomiku Benga is a child of God, a citizen of Ondo State Akure. A physics enthusiast, a photography enthusiast, and a fashion designer. She is a graduate of Obafemiawolowo University and currently running a master's degree in Federal University of Technology, Akure. Her journey into story writing started as a child who loved to just imagine a world different from the one she is currently living. She grew up 
and decided to use this for to use this for the kingdom of God. She is currently growing into a prolific writer. Here with me today is Miss Ayomiki Uradenga. In horror to Yuma, being a fan of SWG and a lover of stories in general, I feel the writer of those of those beautiful stories must be someone who reads and understands the Bible. Especially in this time where social media is taking the place of the Bible and the place of God in the heart of so many young people. Can you share with us your journey into reading, into reading the Bible and understanding the Bible? Um, thank you very much, Ma. It's a it's a privilege for me to be here. I thank God for the privilege that He me to, you know, um, be the minister in SWG. Um, actually, when I was growing up, I grew up in a Christian family, in a Christian home. So we were always, we were always taught to read our Bibles and pray every day, right? Um, so, um, I particularly remember that when we were younger, uh, my parents would come up with a sweet competition. My daddy calls it a sweet reward <laughs> for those people that did something very great. So it could be, maybe you dressed early in the morning to go to school, you didn't leave the parents, or you were early enough to go to church, and um, or you got a memory that's right. So, there was a particular time, I can't remember when exactly now, but it was it a kind of competition, right? A solar competition among us, and it's, the word was sweet. Well, it's not literally sweet, sometimes it could be like sweet, but sometimes it could be money, so anything like a reward that is sweet, right? So, it would tell us to go and memorize verses, and the person that could come, so I think it was like every night or so, they would come and recite her the Bible verses we've learned. So that really helped me. I remember that during that time, it was that time I learned to search the scriptures and get verses to um, to memorize. And the funny thing about me is that memory, memory verse is never my thing. Like to commit into memory was was a bit challenging. So what I would do was I would just open the Bible. I would search for the short verse. You know, just short verses. I may go to Proverbs. Which one is the shortest? Like, I was just looking for a very short one, not the one that is like about three to four lines. So, that was the time I discovered Jesus wept. That was the time I discovered, um, which other one? Uh, there was one that I discovered. That was the time I discovered this Psalm chapter, Psalm chapter 117, verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered from their destruction. Like, just short, short verses so that I could win and beat my siblings. And that in the Bible. And just reading the Bible generally. Then later in life, as I gave my life to Christ, um, and God started building me up, I started discovering that the ministry of the world is to not just read it, to study it. I'm supposed to like eat it. So I, 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 I devoted a time, I think every day then, yes, an extended time um, to eat the word, like to not just read, but to, to literally Sometimes I'll see myself taking a fork and a spoon, like in the spirit, and then dive, dissecting the word into pieces, so I could stay on a verse for many months. I, I'm, I'm not joking, like now I can stay on a verse for like a month, just a verse sometimes. And every morning, I remember a particular time I was studying Acts chapter one verse eight, just Acts chapter one verse eight. Every morning, I think for like was it two months or so, for like a month, just Acts chapter one verse eight, and I kept on reading. That was the only thing I was reading. As I wake up, as I'm sleeping, as I'm hitting, as chapter one verse it was ringing in my head. So I think it's just how God has 
helped me over the years to not just read but to study and get all the juice out of a verse thank you ma wow thank god for godly fearing they laid the foundation um in the last episode of this of the SWG show you said you don't have a story bank that is don't have a written story that you share this when this is whenever you have to write the story that's when you start writing and re- while reading um being a fan of SWG and I realized that abstain is a story that has different series so I want to know did you know at the beginning that abstain we have such a long series or did you kind of resume it after the first day so abstain will be long and I don't know how long it will be um well actually <laughs> most of the series that I have now I think it was only one that um, I knew that was going to be a series. And that was a story, a series titled The um, Soliloquy of a Series. No, that was, what is even the title? Did I, I'm mentioning a particular episode now. It's uh, yeah, A Soul in the Wind. A Soul in the Wind was the only story that I knew that it was going to be a series. Uh, so... Um, other st- uh, other series like the blood abstain were not premeditated. I just got to the to the session like I normally do to the program, and then I started, and then suddenly at the end, instead of me to probably put the end, and then, then I put this continued. For example, the abstain story now, it was never planned to be a series. Like the reason why I run away from series most times because you have to sustain the story. It, it, it depends actually. Most of the series I do I do are um. Um, independent story series like so i may have a story like the the soul, soul in the wind that i t- told you about the first one was the soliloquy of this cog that's uh, a cog talking to himself the second one was a whisper the third one was supposed to be a prayer session which is um i think um um prayer or fire or something like that so now it's i know that it's independent right so it's easier but even with that the, the concept is the team is still the same so i run away from series most most times so it's better to just come up with, with a new story when i get there but this abstain for example as i was just about to type to be continued so since i thought the message was already passed across you know if you read episode part one not episode one because after the part i divided them into episodes for whatsapp sharing um, purposes but um for after you read part one you would probably think the story has ended. Of course, you will know that there's still more. But you like, even if I stop here, that's how SWG stories have been now. So if we stop here, there's no problem. But I just discovered that I typed to be continued. <laughs> and I'm like, God, what am I continuing? What are we going to be continuing this one? But um, so that's how my series comes. That's how most of the series comes. So, so it's just it's just like that. Uh, it's not premeditated. It, um, it's the work of the spirit, so it just it just takes over. It depends on the story you want to prolong and the one wants to keep and make sure. So that's it. Wow, beautiful. And since you don't have a story bank today, how do you know the title of your story? Because I noticed that you just write the title, and at, at the end of the story, this 
uh, the title we have will be we will be relative to the story to everything. Like, how do you just is it that a title you just drop on your mind? How do you come about a title without a story bank? Yeah, thank you. Um, talking about not having a story bank, um, I believe that actually it was yesterday as I was. Was as yesterday, was yesterday, this morning. I was just thinking about SWG. Um, something dropped my mind, and I believe it was the Holy Spirit. Uh, it says there are many stories um, in the in, in heaven that has not been downloaded to it. <laughs> it was it was telling God to explain to me that there are many songs. I actually saw um, you know heaven, a, a glimpse of it, uh, like a vision, and I saw that there were some people there singing, and some of those songs are downloaded to it yet. And then also, I was like, oh, songs. And then God was like, no, not just songs, even stories, parables. He called them parables. It was making me to understand that in Matthew, in Mark, Luke, and John, um, Jesus spoke in, spoke in parables, he taught in parables. And so th- those are these ways of, you know, saying stories, heavenly stories now. So it was like, there are some stories that I know yet to downloaded to it. So um, I think there is always a story bank, but it's just, it's just not mortal. For mine, it's not mortal, right? It is immortal, like it is eternal. It is from heaven. So, um, even though I don't have a story bank, God gives me his stories and it is his title. So, most times, let's say, um, I, I think I said it in the last show too, um, the, the way the story comes most times is it will give me the topic. It may give me the title. And then I don't know what is entails yet. I, I may have a glimpse of, 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 of it, an idea, a spark. Then I get there and then it flows. So um, it was only one I think I didn't have a title for. <laughs> and um, I didn't have a title. The story was there. And then I went there and I did the story then. And I told the audience that they should come up with the title. And the best title wins, right? And um, I think at that time there was a particular sweet reward attached to it. That means there was, there was, a, there was a supposed to be like, um, I should, 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 uh, should I say appreciation for the person that shows the title. So to just make sure that the, the, the session was interactive. So at the end of the day, I think people chose, um, was it, was it praise or something? I can't remember the title now because it was not given to me directly, you know, like I said. So um, sometimes it comes like that title, which is weird, but most times God give, gives me a title and then I just go there and write. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. Okay, I would like to share um, the relationship between SWG and ETT. SWG, Session with God, is a program of engaging the Christian. The founding minister, Ayomiku Oluwagbenga, is the executive director in Engaging the Truth Team. Apart from the fact that the founder of Engaging the Truth Team, Kireb Oladejo, leads the entire team, wherein Ayomiku is privileged to serve and be a laborer, a laborer in God's vineyard, is also her mentor and helps her write under God. SWG was fully inaugurated as an ETT program in September 2021. Now to the announcements. Let's talk truth and heritage session which intends to present the love and truth of Jesus in, in true and apologetic approach comes up on the ETT Telegram channel every Friday 5pm. Attain and learn about the truth of God's word. ETT has a quarterly magazine called ETT Digest, just for 500 Naira. 
you can get your copies through the ETT website or go through your paystack link. Session with God program holds on ETT Telegram channel every fortnight Wednesday, 8 p.m. Lastly, Global Intercession comes up every last Friday of each month. Join us to pray the prayer of Jesus. Today, we will be reviewing uh, seven stories of the SWG, that session with God. And I've read through all these stories and they are just so beautiful. Like, you know, this is spirit inspired. It's not from anywhere. It's from God. It's from heaven. And this evening, the first story is reality. Reality, the writer did not give us a name of the protagonist, like just just but reading is I perceive this person is a female. I don't know, maybe I'm just being gender biased, but that was what I perceived anyway. So reading this story, story is a very beautiful one. Um it was shown that the at least okay, it was written that the this protagonist was going through so many challenges of life, like she was in a critical situation and she felt there was no going to be a solution. Whenever she even wants to cry out for help, she would just feel that I've been crying, nobody is coming to my help. If I cry now, nobody will come to my help. Those were her thoughts. And she, that was how she felt. So, as um, the journey went on, she was going through a whole lot of things. But the devil was just right behind her. I was telling her that nobody will come to help. Don't cry for help. You are just in this. This is your reality and everything. And she accepted it as a reality. She felt this is what God, this is my faith. No, I would just say, this is my faith life. May he will not be our faith in Jesus' name. So, but God being kind to her, opened her eyes. She realized that, she just realized that she's actually still going through a lot. But, Pep is right beside her, but she seems to turn blind eyes to it. And as she reveals to turn, as she realized this, she was kind of like, oh, I think it was even an interaction between her and the Holy Spirit. It was like, do you still want my reality? Like, God was asking, asking her, do you want my reality and all of that? So, this story, I kind of realized that sometimes when you are going through things in life, the devil's voice is always louder. And he keep telling you, this is, God is not kind, God is not good. If you call on him, he will not come to your head and all of that. All those things are lies of the devil. So I feel that believers, before we before we even find ourselves in, in bad situations, in critical situations, we need to solidify our faith in Christ. We should not just read the word of God for reading sake. The Bible is not there for it's just the Bible. It is there for us. It is there for us to believe. All those promises in the Bible is for us. It's for us to learn. It's for us to believe that all these promises are ours. Are so when we find ourselves in life's critical challenges, when we find ourselves in challenges, 
critical situations in life, God is right there by our side. We should hang our faith on Him and not allow the noise and the lies of the devil to. We should not allow the voice of the devil to prevail over the voice of God because that the Spirit of God is. It's quiet, like it's silent. Even the voice is always very silent. Does not come louder, that loud, like the voice of the devil. So we should allow God to take over. We should, we should silence the devil. When the devil tells you you don't have help, there's no help for you. The thing is, God can never leave us stranded. That's one thing that I learned from this story. So from the minister, like from the writer's table, I want to know, like. What was your insight, like your insight to this story tied to reality? Um, well, talking about reality, <laughs> reality came as um reality came as a way of God opening our eyes as Christians to a lot of things that is happening that we did not know. You know, I saw that that the, the story reality was a picture into not the spiritual realm, actually, but how do I put it? It's like, an, uh, they'll call it an alternate universe in physics. Like, what is actually happening, but, of course, this physical display of that we see in 3D is not the old to our life, right? So, the person that was um, stuck in that reality in the story was there for, I think, the person said more than one month or something. Months! person was there so that's actually what the person was going through but um every other person in fact i wanted to include i remember now i wanted to include in that story how his normal 3d reality was you know how people saw him that he was always just keeping to himself he was smiling he was doing okay but he was inside like the story was just painting what was going on inside in like in a dramatic manner it was just a pain so what was going through my mind was um, a lot of us are being a reality that we should reject. We are, we are fine. Sometimes we put on a plastic smile outside, but inside we are in a desert. We are lonely. Inside we are in a storm. We are in a wild wind, you know. So, um, and it is just a battle of the mind. I think that was, that is actually, that is a battle of the mind. As long as God had, as as soon as God now reorientated, I'll be something like that. Is that correct? Now reorientate. <laughs> as as God, you know, restructured um the person's mind, the the breakthrough came. He started seeing himself as a victor instead of always seeing himself defeated. So that was that was the image plastered in my head when I was when I was um reading when I was writing this story. So um I there, there are a lot of things like if we were to actually review the story and start talking about the physical because i you know so i said the other time that some of these stories are parables some of these stories are really parables it was that dissecting into um the meaning of the wild wind how it shifted from one reality to another it was in a desert then later into a wild wind then later into a swampy environment if we could like really really um dissect into those things we will see that these are the things that are actually happening to us real life you then you see that you're that sometimes you are high you are low you are depressed then at that time you are in a mess you are just always um, um, um is it flimsy now you're always making mistakes you're always uh, those kind of things sure so um that was just what it was showing me yeah that's great that's great so to the second story recruitment 
Um, Recruit Swiss is a story of a lady called Solu. Um, Solu was um a believer. Yeah, she was a believer. She was a child of God that has relationship with God. Then one faithful day, she was coming back from work, and as she goes to the front of a clubhouse. She had this nudge to go inside the clubhouse, and but she didn't even allow the nudge to stay. Like kind of, she did not allow it to stay. She was just like, oh, she was trying to bribe the Holy Spirit, like people of every of we believers, trying to bribe the Holy Spirit. Ah, I'm very tired. I'm not going now. Hey, don't tell me that. Things like that. And she went home. She got home. The Spirit of God did not allow her to rest. And Spirit of God kept telling her, um, you are grateful. Like when she got home, she was tired of praying and saying, Father, thank you for bringing me home safe. And the Spirit was like, and some people will not get home safe tonight. She was very hungry. She went to the kitchen to cook and she was putting the uh, rise of fire. She did, like, it was like, God just is at peace. She felt like going back to the clubhouse to to do what God wanted her to do initially. So she had to obey because knowledge was just too much. So she went out, went back to the clubhouse, stayed there, and she got outside outside the clubhouse. Then the Holy Spirit also told her that wait, glory will come and meet here. Sorry, let me let me just interject in that place. <laughs> let me interject in that place. Sorry. You know, you know the funny thing about this story is the way I keep getting reviews from people that read it that it is the same lady that went back. It was not the same lady that went back. <laughs> it was not it was not the same lady that went back. If you look at the story very well, initially it's God was like, uh, let me see. God was telling, God was telling her that I was one that made, I, I made you worthy by saying your soul. So go back. So and then she was still giving excuses like my rice is on fire. If I leave now, it's be so it's become soggy. And God was telling her not to to find for But she was like, no, no, no. So the issue there that I want us to know was that there was a break, right? There was a break in the in the story, like train and that scene. It was she, when she was still saying, uh, Daddy, this, Daddy, that, and like trying to bribe God. Then at the end of everything, when everything was okay, God now said, Congratulations, you are being recruited into my end, and, end time army, Tolu. That was the person that went. Tolu was the other person that went. I'm trying to look for the name of the first person actually God was talking to. Sorry, just hold on a bit. I'm scrolling through this because I've been hearing a lot of people saying that it was the same lady. It was not. The, the names are different, and I deliberately put the Tolu in capital letters to make sure that people don't miss that together. So if I get it, I would, I, would, I, would, um, I, would, I would come up with it again. But what I'm trying to bring up, I think what God is trying to say is that even if you give excuse, the person who wants to save will still be saved, though. You will still look for that person. So I've, I've seen her name. Her name is Elaine. When the, the worms in her tummy were telling her that, hey, Elaine, Hurry up, we are hungry. So that was her name. Elin was her name. But when she kept on giving excuse, God just left her and went to another person, whose which, which name is Tolu. So nobody is irreplaceable in this world. Like in, in the kingdom, nobody is irreplaceable. God can just, if you are giving excuses that is not making sense, God will just go and meet another person. 
Hmm. Yeah. I think that's a big lesson from the story. And if thank God she even mentioned that Elin then Elin Fields like would have missed the major lesson because I thought it was stolen from the beginning. Yeah, that's great. So sometimes another thing that I learned is that sometimes when God is instructing us to do some things, we don't know what is going on in the spiritual realm. We ca- it is we don't have the understanding of what is going on. So it will be great if we allow if we just need quick obedience obey because we don't even know what's going on helen did not know that it was a test or maybe a promotion test to become the army of god and she felt oh god please i'm not doing yeah so sometimes when god when you have this knowledge to do something maybe do something for god or the spirit tell you to do something we should obey immediately immediate obedience god wants it he cherish it he love it you should obey immediately and it's a small thing something that you feel like is not very big deal now it's not sin it's not taking to hell that that is very those small things are so important to god it can be a test we never can tell so we should have quick obedience very important so the minister, I don't know if you have anything to add. Yeah, and um, I discovered that also in that story, what God was actually trying to also tell us is that it is sometimes it's not just it's not some these sinners we are trying to reach out to they, they can be very annoying. Like the way the glory pukes on her on her fine shoe or whatever she was saying that she puked on and the way she was even ready to even box her when she wanted to call her back like these sinners may appear very hard and you know very unbreakable but just a little word um directed by the spirit could break them so there's nobody that is irredeemable i I was sharing with a friend yesterday and i told him that um we went for evangelism one time like that and we encountered um a group of um chain smokers like um the way they were probably um smoking colorado and all so well, she a friend of that the friend that went with me was like let's go there i knew these people but i was like we are more than one we are even more than two so let's go there so we went there and the person we we're talking with the face was hard yes but by the by the time we're talking to the person you will know that this person's heart is soft like this person is somebody that just a little god loves you can even break the person down so some of them are softer than we think so we should not just judge and say okay this person is gone and then our attitude as christians matter so when she could have been angry and slapped the glory for even puking she knew that that was glory now but she was just annoyed with this person that came to her I'm, I'm on a mission and the person is just coming to even in this thinking environment so patience is very needed when dealing in our dealings outside you know in our dealings in the world we need to be very patient we don't know to react badly to one person, say, you see, as a Christian, you see, you see I will not become a Christian because this person did. So we should exercise patience as Christians. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that great insight. Um, to the next story, that's abstain. Abstain is I don't know where where this story we <laughs> It's a very very interesting story, and you know. Actually, we have five series 
recently, but we don't know where we are going yet. <laughs> but five series on its own is a great message. Like I know that um I I love stories so much, and when I'm reading, I'm always reading with this great attention with my spirit, soul, and body. And if I should tell you that, and I was reading the story, there was a point that I was. So afraid for this, for the main part, like I was just so afraid. <laughs> I was like, who in our But fortunately, I don't know what we have to <laughs> So, yeah. Um, you might see all my parents and my siblings. Don't, don't be like, don't be praying in Jesus' name, God, keep praying. I'll be like, it's a story, your prayer is not going to him. <laughs> Ah, like, I'll come. I mean, this today I was still going through it. I was like, oh God, what will happen? Like, there was a, 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 there was one, I think it was the third episode or something, or the fourth episode. I think between the third and the fourth episode, the suspense was just so much that I was, the way I was even doing, like, how will that happen to you? not follow. You should not do this. All. I don't know. So, so, like, a very interesting story. And I, there's, there's so much great lesson embedded inside of it. So, um, I've seen the story of a man named Fred. And Fred is a child of God. Like, love God. He's even a prayer machine. Let me call him a prayer machine. Because he prays a lot. No, when he prayed for five hours straight one night. And for Fred, I'm not sure Fred is... Fred kind of, I, I'm not sure he knows the extent in which his prayer, like the effect of his prayer in the spiritual realm. I'm not sure he knows. We all believe that when we pray, God answers. But I'm not sure he knows that effect, the great effect. I'm not sure he knows that the terror to the kingdom of darkness. Because that's um, episode one. I, okay, I think past one now. Yeah, the. It's the just uh, uh, a meeting, Kingdom of Darkness, they were having a meeting, then one of them came late. And when he uh, came, he came with, I think, bruises and all of that. They were like, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. I made that boy afraid. The master stood up. You have, even if you don't have respect. <laughs> <laughs> even if My you God. don't have respect. Don't you have fear? And the man was like, you you call Fred a boy, <laughs> so and he was like a boy. Like you could see the he could he could read the fear in the faces of the other people. Mm, I don't mm. know Fred again. So they named mm. Fred Pillar in the Kingdom of Darkness. They gave him the name Pillar, like that mm. Pillar Fred. Eh, it's a no go area for them. So they were like, yeah. can't you do something about him? He has been terrorizing us, he has been doing that and that. Can you imagine? He prayed for five hours and that prayer kind of strangled my neck. It formed a chain around my neck. This mm. and that. It formed a barricade around me. And all this wife, Fred did not know that that was what his prayer was doing. Yes! Like, <coughs> can you imagine? I said, Fred, did not, Fred did not even know that that was what his prayer was doing. Huh? Yes, he did not know. He did not know at all. It was just. He, he, he felt like I think he felt prayer was his habit, is what he loved to do. You know, some people mm. just love to pray and they just enjoy it and just see it as mm. a hobby. Some people are not taking prayer as hobby. He did not just know, he did not mm. know that he is wanted. <laughs> if he had known, he would have been more careful. 
so um, they were like okay let's have a meeting let's do something so they, it was kind of a secret meeting was something that they don't want anybody to hear so that they will not go and whisper it to Fred yet. But you know how God is an ever knowing God. He knows everything. But it's like the devil and his angels used to forget that God knows everything. So hmm. God knows that they were trying something, they were planning something for his son. And Fred woke up that morning. That that verse of the scripture hmm. that says abstain from all appearance of evil came to him. He was not a proud person, he was humble, yeah, he accepted his was like, yes, I've seen. I think he even prayed, I'm not sure, I think he prayed about it, that God should Yeah, yeah, he prayed about it. Yeah, so, it was not a thing of pride now, it was a thing of just a normal human, because we are all human. And the kingdom of heaven like they kind of had a meeting like the meeting of the father's son and they used to like we have that, that that was in part two <laughs> yeah 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 two. i hope i'm not sure i'm using this thing Do, let, let, so, let's let's just continue actually but I, I want to say something about these people this kingdom of darkness people you know some of them i don't know the wickedness has been so part of them <laughs> that they don't even know that wicked things are wicked anymore can you imagine my um the the, the guy um sir was he um sir kyle for whatever his name is one funny name like that that was saying that Ma- madame guru that she did not do anything wrong good that she he sent the sentence out to some months of imprisonment because he fed yeah. him with delicious dudu in his dream how can he not know that that is wrong like it's all it's <laughs> wickedness is so part of them that even killing people does not mean that that is why it is good to consistent they do good by the time you consistently yes. do good even good when no you it will look so normal to you it will not be a yeah. big deal the same way wickedness is looking so normal to wicked people that it's not looking like a big deal so yes. consistency in one thing can make it so like i could say jamaica like this is just normal mm. yeah 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 yes this, that's a very salient point yeah you have to be consistent in doing yeah yeah so mm. The kingdom of now next to the uh, episode part two, yeah, part two. The kingdom of heaven had this um this meeting. And it was meeting of the father, the son and the holy spirit. So they came together, they felt I think it was the son that said, We've invested so much in this man to just lose him to the devil like that so that they feel we need to help him so that our investment will not yes, go so. to <laughs> So as they were holding their meeting, the saints of heaven, she was not that part that kind of I was surprised because Moses, Abakov, Peter, <laughs> and all of them, they came together so and they were like, I think Abakov was even saying, um, like the way God helped Moses, do not allow the water to carry yeah. him away, uh, he did not allow Pharaoh's thoughts to kill him, things like that, Asha. So I think yeah. they also intercede for they interceded for Fred. Mm. So they did their home part. Mm. Then um That's true. When the father, the son, the father just said, I think the father called in Jamaica. And, and Jamaica, sorry, Jamaica. sorry, let me let me just shift this in. Talking about those 
talking about those saints interceding for us actually yes. it is it is recorded in the scriptures i think it is in the book of revelations <laughs> that the, those people that have gone ahead you know <laughs> those, yeah. of, those those people that have gone ahead they pray for those that are coming behind um, and the place in Hebrews that says we have come to the um, to the assembly of the saints. Um, God is he right? Perfect or something like that. And then the the innumerable um, company of angels and to the saints and all. So the saints there they are not just oh what is done we have gotten to heaven there's no problem. They also have an um, a, an obligation as they are, as they as they keep saying Jesus is an intercessor as they keep saying the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit you know running daily to make sure that people more people get to heaven they are not also sitting there and just enjoying their milk and sugar and all the good food that maybe they want to eat or whatever they want to do no they are also involved and that is why some if you hear some of these recent testimonies in our in these new generations you see some songs saying I saw. I saw Moses came to help me. I saw um, Elijah. I saw one of the fathers of faith. You know, some, that's why some of some of them see them even in their dreams. Even Jesus received Elijah and Moses in the in the month of transfiguration. So coming to come and strengthen him. The Bible says they came to strengthen him. Can you imagine? So these saints are not just idle. And if saints that have even got it to heaven, they are not idle. They are interceding. What of we saints that are here? Why are we not helping our that we think the Bible says those that think themselves to be righteous, those that think themselves to 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 be to to be strong in the make, in the spirit of meekness, they should help the ones that are falling. So we should always intercede for our brethren. Wow, beautiful. I still have questions, but I'll wait to later. Um, so the. Right, the, the saints interceded for him. Then God called Angel Michael, the father called Angel Michael, to go to his rescue, like to go and rescue him. I think they said they'll give him um this oil of grace, I think, and then um mm. the hammer oh, I forgot to but it was Shah mentioned two things were left for him. Um two things were sent to him to help him. The hammer of salvation, Abby, something like that. So they went. Yeah. Um, I mean, actually, we 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 didn't part three. We didn't. Funny enough, we didn't part three. I think that's why we are not getting the stuff. Very, yeah, that was in part three. Okay, okay, okay. I think I've even missed that. The, the, the things God sent to him, I think they gave him oil of grace. I think they gave him a water. I think they gave him a water of... Um, let me see if I can get it now. Um, yes, the old armor of God. They gave him They gave him oil of grace. They told Mozima um, to double the security and, yes. and things like that. Just to make sure that he overcomes the... The, all the things that the fairy darts of the enemy. So in part two, it was in part two that he, were, he went to church, and yes. I think that was the first time they introduced to us was this Sandra, was Sandra. an yeah, one very sister, funny sister, sister. like this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it was in part two they introduced that to us. You know. Okay, let me. I'll, and and I'll in that part two, it was okay, okay, okay. I will even talk about Sandra that part two. Yeah, so. There was a day Fred was coming back from school and he was so tired. He got a place, got a sachet of water, and then he moved to. Then he remember, I think an alarm. He has this alarm for everything in his life. Then mm, this alarm mm. for church. Then he oh, 
it's time for church. It's supposed to be at Esco's group and all of that. So instead of going home, even though he was tired and hungry, you know, he has this commitment and the sacrificial age was just there wanting to serve God and all of that. He went to the church. He was the first person to get there and he sat down. And he really could not tell if it was a vision. But he just saw that a lady was sitting down and the lady was, you know, dressed in a I think it was the lady was dressed think with um in a seducy way, something like that, Sha. So he mm-hmm. was like, is this real? Is this a vision? Is this could this be my mind playing tricks on me or some things like that? Then later the yeah. others, uh the other head schools, they came after the meeting, he decided he left. And on his way, one sister was just running. Ah, what does this sister want to buy? <laughs> you know, that was like opposed to uh you forgot your Bible. He does not like the fact that people call him a coach to initially first. Why would they give him a name that is not his like hmm. he I think he corrected the sisters. Uh, I'm not supposed to things like that. So it was like I did not forget my Bible. Yeah, that I, I, and that Bible. shows that he's an humble person, even though he's doing Yeah. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. It was like that is not my Bible. This and that. Uh, Although it, the Bible was his because when he saw it, it was like, ah, this is my Bible. Because the sister, he had the sister to check the name. So I was like, he mentioned his name and he was like, how can I even forget my Bible? Like, my Bible is my, my friend. I put it, I take it. I even know, like, he knows the smell of his Bible. <laughs> so it was, it was, it, it felt that was strange. But he waved it, even though that thing was coming to his mind and all of that. But he waved it, he got back home. And he slept like he just went back home and he did not even eat and just like he prayed as lie down on his bed, prayed and slept off. I think that was where it uh Pastorina came in out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praying for him, casting yeah, for true. him, God sending help to him and they just they were just there to help him and everything. Hmm. Friend, you know, I, this is now episode four, part four. Yeah, um, I wanted to add something to the part two. The part two, um, I think we should not dismiss any vision. Uh, if if we mm-hmm. are somebody that we are growing in the Lord and we started, we start to see some strange things. Instead of us to just say, "This is my mind," pray to know what is going on so that you can have information. You know, information can deliver us from a lot of traps that devil is setting for us. If maybe, if maybe you. Oh, that Fred has prayed for that to know what the revelation or whatever the vision meant or it, it was a trance or something Be- because maybe he's not used to god speaking to him in that way actually maybe he's not used mm-hmm. to it but yeah. that does not mean that we should dismiss any little thing because as we go in the spirit god adds new new rank to us so it's maybe in that rank that he has gotten to that he should start to see trance so he could have waited and prayed and the fact that this the, his Bible got into the hands of Sandra without him, without him losing it, he should be wary. Kilo, who is this? How did my Bible? Maybe though I know that it's very possible for us to say maybe he left it and forgot. But the way he described that he does not go anywhere without his Bible, he should send something that he said that that <laughs> some Anjanus came to his bag and removed the Bible. 
so that Sandra can talk talk to him because it looked as if they, they were not friends before that time. So so it was not like they were talking. So it could have just been more careful. And God has intended him to be to abstain actually. So I just feel that even when we are prayerful, there are still some prayers that we need to pray to to remove to to be free. I will put it now to escape some traps. Now you know we can pray general prayers. But God may want us to pray some specific prayers so that a particular trap cannot cannot come to us. I'm talking about um, is it, um part five now. We are going to part. It was part four that um, it was part three that um, Jesus God had a had a meeting. That place also made me realize that it is not only the devil that used to have meetings. Even the kingdom of God, they have meetings over their children. So if the devil is planning one, two, three. God has planned to, to 3,000. So he's not leaving his children at all. So if we say, hey, the devil is strong, God is stronger. And the devil has planned for me to fall. God has planned for you to, to exile and to, to, what is it called now, to, to escape from the, from, the, from the trap. So we should just have it in mind that no matter what the devil has done, God knows everything and he's, God is wiser than the devil. So that's it. We, we go to um, the... Part four, five now. We go to part five. Now. Wow, so beautiful. You know, one thing I got from this is that as we grow in the spirit, like as we, because we are growing in the spirit, our rank changes, and it might be that this rank that you have, this is how God wants to speak to you. Hmm. I got that. Okay. So to part four, um, Fred woke up the following morning. She woke up at past five, I think, six past five, five for something or five something. And he normally is the type of person that woke up around four a.m. and pray because they had already decided that he's going to pray before he talks to anybody in the morning. So he woke up, he felt so hungry. He carried his Bible, I think, and that speech was just like, why can't you just go to the kitchen and put rice first? When you put rice on fire, come and pray. It's typical of everybody, like, he did not do anything strange. So many people do this. Even as students, wake up, praying for class, be like, let me go to the kitchen, put food on fire, I'll come back and start my quiet time, things like that. So, he he had a struggle in his spirit whether to go or not, but he decided to go and hungry because he has not eaten for, you know, he did not eat throughout the previous day. So, he got to the kitchen and he realized that there was no rice in <laughs> I would have found Fred feeling sincerely to get I would have seen this real How can you have food in your kitchen? And, no, 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 no. And you know how food is. If you have not eaten for like a day, your your mind you are saying, "I'll eat rice and stew." Is that rice? And, if you don't get that rice and stew, you know we are with your table. Especially if you know that says, "I have the rice in my kitchen. I'll cook it when I get home." So he was kind of hungry. Then you remember that there was bio is minty, and bio he gave bio the spare to So he was kind of hungry. How can bio come? This boy has no respect. He decided that was going to wait for Bayer's room. And Bayer was living with these bad boys. 
in the, because the hostel they, they described the hostel as a kind of three-story building but it wasn't a bad boy who and it was even at the first floor i think so it was living with bad boys and they do so many bad things so that money has one i think we are now moving to class five has wanted to go he had this nudge to go back that's where he said you know you do not create this money but that anger was hmm. too much our brother brother Chris could not hold his anger hmm. it, it was it boiling with anger <laughs> yes though <laughs> and he was going, he got to a part. I think, I think it was the second floor or something. And that's what was like, you know, you told yourself that you don't talk to anybody. You propose your mind that you not talk to anybody except you talk to God for self. It was a new year resolution, though. Ma? It was a new year resolution. I, I said it was a new year resolution, and he has been oh, keeping yeah. it. Instead of him to just wait a bit. <laughs> New Year resolution. So, what is it about? Then you remember that, oh, if this anger should leave me now, I'm not going to talk about this thing. I'm not going to treat this boy for cop and all of that. You know, so there are people like that to so be like, when I'm angry, I want to talk. I want to just pour aside because if that anger should subside, I will not do it again. Ah, hmm. It went. <laughs> and he got to, um, Bios though, then he saw that inscription on the top. I think evil, yeah, evil. And he wanted mm. to come back again because he hasn't seen this inscription before. Like, ah, when did uh, these bad boys wrote evil and all of that? So in not that though. Let, let me let me also put it there. Let me also let me also ship in something there, ma. You know when he saw that evil, the evil he saw. Is not physical, like it was not physically within there. So, like mm. you know, we said it the other time that maybe God is trying to use trances and the visions to speak to him now, but it's just he has not really um spent time to know whether that's what God was saying. So God was saying from all appearance of him, God was putting evil and saying, This is that this is to abstain from this is the evil. <laughs> just go back now. And it was like God literally, I don't know how he wanted no, like God kind of shouted it into his ear. God shouted and said, this one oh, is the evil I've been warning you about for many for many days now. But he could not see it. Hmm. 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 Oh, may God give us understanding. Like, it's a great prayer. We need to understand mm. what the Spirit is saying at this moment. So, he knocked and it was the like i've forgotten the name of this person it was danga <laughs> is it danga? for danga for danger okay, danga, danga. yes danger, danger. <laughs> that name alone man he is evil <laughs> so the guy opened the door and he was like um fred was like oh i want to see buy it but don't worry i'll wait till morning because ganga was like oh why will you come to somebody's room early in the morning like this because he was kind of angry then later his face just subsided and he has his face like he had this evil smile on his face and he was like come inside and buy us in the bedroom he did not want to go because he could see the evil smile but ganga just like pulled him in and asked him to sit and that was how the evil started <laughs> 
So as entered, he saw the smoke and everything. Who takes all these things? Then before he knew his, he saw there are two other guys in the room, and then there were ladies stark naked, and they were just parading and doing all those things. That and evil that he saw. He ran out, and when he ran, he just as I was going down the stairs, met Bio again. He's like, Bio, why didn't you tell me that? You, where, where were you? Like, the man was like, I'm coming from my friend's room. Victor. Ah, why didn't you tell me that you're not going to sleep in your room? It was just so. He was no longer angry about the rice. Now he's now angry about what he has saw, and he hmm. was like, oh. This and that to say, Bagel was like, uh, when Danga and his friend came in with women in the midnight and one game, so I would have come to your room, but I felt I should just go to Victor room because Victor room is nearer to me and all of that. So, whew. then he remembered that Bagel said, whenever Danga, whenever he come to his room and not to go, he should not enter. He is not the one that comes mm-hmm. for him. But I think he has forgotten the instruction before Yeah, because of the anger that was boiling in him. He forgot. Yes, anger. Me anger not destroy us. So, he, he got back to him. So it was not an easy experience. I could not take those things from his mind. And you know, he's, he's already wanted in the kingdom of the devil. So what do you expect? Hmm. So he could not take those things from his mind. Those things were always in his mind then past five he we are talking about oh. five now so he got to church that day that service day and the pastor was just sitting the pastor was preaching people were catching him they were praising god it was just day. the only thing you could think about was what you saw three days ago oh. and i think i think this this is a reminder to us that when we say God, the devil is setting traps for us, he's not talking about one single trap. He's one mm. trap, one ultimate trap. But he would have started before. The mm. trap probably the devil was setting for him. According to part 5, we've not gotten to part 6 and 7, so we don't know what is going on. But according to part 5, there was a particular trap that he was supposed to fall into in church. But he would not be able to fall into it if he, was, if he had not seen those things he had seen. So the devil made sure that it was the devil that was whispering to him, go and cook. Go and cook mm. before you eat, before you mm. before you pray. It was the devil. It was not it was not smartness. Because how will you know that it was smartness or not? If it was not, if it was smartness, it would have resonated with the wisdom of this Holy Spirit. The main thing is not it's not it's not every time we should do something that uh, it is it is good, it is good. No, not everything good can be right. There are some good things that are not the right things to do at that time. So even let's say there was a time that it was prevalent in, in Nigeria that if you give a beggar money you can you can turn to a goat or maybe you you your destiny will be gone. You know, even in that situation, it's a good thing to give a beggar money. But if it is not the Holy Spirit instructing you, don't give the beggar the money. It's not the right thing to do. So it's not every good thing that is right. Yeah. And I think the, the main thing is sometimes if our conscience does not condemn us. The truth our conscience can align with the devil's suggestion as long as it's not against the moral law. But it may be again the spiritual law. If our conscience, you know, there are three voices that speak to man. Our mind, which is, you can say our conscience, the devil and the Holy Spirit. Now, if our our mind or our conscience 
it is always in the side of the good, not always in the side of the right. So sometimes your your the devil will even tell you a good thing that knows we will kill you, and your conscience will even say there's nothing wrong in it because it is not against outright moral law. But we should always be a man of the spirit, a woman of the spirit, someone that is not even though I'm hungry. Okay, um, Job was saying I I prefer God's word more than my necessary food. So there are just some very technical things. It's not just one temptation, maybe one one person that will just make you angry that you now lose, you now fall into the trap of the devil. No, it is a systematic thing. They keep on, oh, let's do this one. Let's make sure that he sees those evil images. If he sees them, then this one will be able to click. Then if he clicks, then this one will be able to click. So they keep on planning those things. And that's why every day we should be watchful and prayerful. We should not let our guards down at all. It's not one big temptation that is to get people with small, small, small ones until the final blow comes.
afraid is so many take home today from the life of afraid because you don't know I've, I've said this before you don't know how wanted you have in the kingdom of darkness except if god gives you oh. privilege to know so that you can be more careful and this can make you to lose your god like the truth is the devil does not want anybody to serve god the devil does not want if you are as the day you give your life to christ like this and you start saying i'm a child of god that's the day you become the devil's enemy even if you are not a praying person if you are not a prayer machine like fred you are not a doing anything maybe you're not a minister you're just a normal believer just a worker in church and everything you feel no i'm a quiet person i'm not devil am i you you may think you're not a threat to them but you will say you are a threat to him because you are a child of god you are his enemy so every day of our life we need to pray for grace like we just have to keep praying for grace keep praying for grace keep praying for grace so i feel that i don't know what should happen to fred but even if fred eventually falls to sin it is not a time for him to run away from god it is a time to be intimate draw nearer to god and to feel father afraid because they don't want you to run away from god because that is his goal that is what he wants but if you move closer to god if you move nearer to god then if we that he has really not have the victory because that's not what he wants he just wants to go with that to move away from god and feel i'm i'm a sinner god does not love me he doesn't want to see me again so yeah. to the minister like to the right i don't even have anything else to add as your insights from yeah. this story abstain yeah um one one thing that has stuck with me ever since the ending of part five was nobody ever calls to god for help that god refused help even at that critical moment that we could say um the mind of fred was already affected because of some things that he has it was like he was shown a live pornography you know he did not have to go and download it now so he was shown and it, it was affecting his even everyday life his sleeping pattern has changed everything about him just within about three days just collapsed but at that moment that he just whether by joking saying it or it was intentional i was just like the holy spirit help me <laughs> because he knew ah no this one this one i can't stand the holy spirit help me immediately help came so the bible says that we lift up our eyes onto the hills from where comes our help I think as 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 we in, as we go on on our Christian journey, we should not. I keep telling my younger sister one, a particular secret. I tell her that if in any situation you are, don't let Holy Spirit help me ever depart from your mouth. Even if you are depressed, Holy Spirit help me. Holy Spirit help me. I don't know any of us that has watched Abattoir series. There was this particular series where one um, um, no blood, no glory guy was wanting to you know harass him as a lecturer. Like the first thing that came out of his mouth was holy spirit help me holy spirit help me and then immediately help okay like he started speaking with authority that you never even knew had because he was afraid some moment ago so we should um we should learn to make it a part of us as you want to eat rice you want to eat rice holy spirit help me don't let it depart from you sincerely i've seen this workout in my life so many times there was a time i was i was just on my bed i was so i don't know what it was like a wave of depression that day and i was like ah, God, what is going on it was happening for like three days. I kept on trying my best. Okay, be happy, listen to good music, don't stay alone. 
is going on? What I, I'm not deep. I mean, I'm not a depressed person. I have the joy of the Holy Spirit in my heart. What is going on? And God told me, start proclaiming help. I said, I say, Holy Spirit, help me. Not inside though, outside. I started praying, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. And that was how everything just flew away. I was like, what's going on? So sometimes we don't know which where the attack is coming from. But by the time we ask for help, God will take us out of that situation. So I'm, I'm happy that Fred has gotten out of this one. We don't know the other ones is going to be encountering very soon. But the truth is, if he can always ask for help, he will be helped. So we should not think we've done something so wrong and we are so guilty to ask God for help. And I have, I just slide against God. I just did what God said I should not do. I just did, keep asking for help and the Lord will help us. So that is the summary of the, of the, of the, of, for me, that's the summary of the story of staying, at least for now, that in everything, oh, God is still ready with our present help in time of trouble. Right, yeah, that's a great story. That's a great story. She just took her to for help. Oh, really? So now, so the Q and hey, question. We are on this call, and if you have any question to ask, please you can take the floor. The minister is here to ask, to answer your questions because you read a question. I need to ask the writer. What were you thinking? <laughs> Why did you write this? Because I have my questions too. Why, what were you thinking? Why did you write Why do your thoughts go like this? <laughs> so, if you have any questions, you can just, you can simply take the floor. I'm going your mic. Okay. I think I will go first. Um, my question, although during the course of this review, it seems like you answered my question, but I still have some arguments. Not any kind of arguments. Uh, it's about the saints interceding for deliverance. So I was thinking because you said yes that the saints do inter- intercede for. So, sorry, I. My, I didn't get that. Okay, I said the question is about the saint interceding for believers. Okay. Yes, you know, there was this part that he said Moses and Abakok and all of them were afraid. So, during the course of the review, you said yes, that this, because my question was, is it true? Like, and I think you even backed it up with a portion of the scripture. So, I have another question concerning this. Is it just Abakok and like all those old time saints? What about people that died in Christ and you are very sure they are in heaven? Do they also intercede for believers? I just want to know. My network was acting up, but we were asking if it was only the old um, time saints that, you are, that I'm sure that are in heaven, right? No, if it is just the old time saints that intercede for believers, like what about people that died in this um, generation that we are sure that they are in heaven? Like, do they also intercede for believers? Like, I just want to know. 
yes actually saints are saints <laughs> when they get to heaven there's nothing like old time saints and new time saints so saints are are saints the reason why i only wrote those things was because um the things that are written are for our learning the things that are written are the only things we know the things we can you know in this except somebody is sure and say god expressly showed me that this man is in heaven maybe i could have probably written babalola right <laughs> and prophet babalola i don't know whether i would know him the the founding no it's not the founding but a csc man like that i could have written him there but the truth is i don't know but the ones i know i'm sure of the ones the bible tells us of those things are already written it's like a record right so it's like the history and god is certain god is the one telling us that even moses and elijah came from heaven and strengthened jesus so we know of those ones we know of their lives till the end till they dropped their pen till till heaven put a full stop in their in their life story but for people that are new generation saints now we don't we can't ascertain of course we believe we can believe that because of the way they lived but sometimes we don't know so but i tell you that there are many saints in heaven there are many saints in heaven that i from our from our like after the the realm of the apostles they are in they are in heaven right now and they, they are also interceding with the old time saints and they are, they are interceding for us so it's not only old time it may even surprise us that there are more saints in our generation than even in the old time because now the blood of jesus speaks for us so it is easier to even get to heaven now than in their time so that's it ma. yeah thank you so much ma. thank you for that great and explicit answer mm, we've come to the end of this show it has been a beautiful session i hope you enjoyed it too um let's have the closing prayer by the minister heavenly father we thank you very much for this time thank you for another iwg show this is the episode two how you helped us so far you know i was looking at um the stories that we had to review today it could have been nine but we still thank god it's seven and compared to the story we reviewed in episode one we see that god is really doing great things in, in our midst lord i i just thank you for everything i thank you for the growth i thank you for the consistency i thank you for the grace in this program this session with god program how you are you are silently using it to affect many lives even without our knowledge lord i thank you lord i pray that as we continue in our daily work with you you help us to not leave some things um you know some salient things undone like like listening even after we've prayed we are prayer machines yes but after that the little instruction the silent um um, um, um direction help us to take these things in the name of jesus and i pray that you help us to abstain from all our and of you whether immorality whether lying corruption any appearance of evil talk help us to run away from them in the name of jesus So Lord, I pray for SWG that it will reach more souls, it will reach more nations, it will reach more people, it will bless more lives. You will use it to to affect more people for your glory in the name of Jesus. 
and I pray for our our dear moderator, our host on this show, that sister Eunice. Lord, I pray for her, Lord, that your hand will be upon her. Her voice will be heard where it matters. In the name of Jesus, as she, she hosts this program, Lord, you will allow the host of heaven to, to do great things in her life. In the name of Jesus. And to all our participants, Lord, I, I pray that, uh, and to all our participants and also those that will listen to to us on our online radio and every other platform. Lord, I pray that you do great things in their life also in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And Lord, we will not forget to pray for ETT. Lord, we pray for the mother um, ministry of this vision, the one that is that is helping us to you know to grow even in this vision. The um, ETT engaging the team. Lord, I pray that for this ministry to continue to be what you want it to be. You will give us men, you will give us materials, and give us money to the glory of your holy name in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening or watching. Don't forget to share this content. We know that your first priority is to your local church, but if you feel led to support our gospel effort financially, please check the description for details. God bless you.